Hey everybody, and welcome to That Movie Podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm so sorry that we haven't posted an episode in a long time. We've had some uh, technical difficulties and also some difficulty just getting together as a group to talk about stuff. But today we're so excited to be talking with Paul Sidhu, who's an actor from LA, talking about his newest movie, 2307 Winter's Dream. And it is an amazing movie. It's on, uh, you can get it on digital or DVD off of Amazon.com. You can also get it on YouTube or Google Play. And it is an amazing movie. It's like a sci-fi, some people call it Mad Max on Ice. It's an amazing movie, and it's so much fun. And um, you guys really need to check it out. Anyway, we talk we talk with him uh, on this episode about for about a half an hour. So the first half is just us kind of you know bullshitting, and then the second half is actual uh, talking with the actor. And it's freaking amazing. Um, we did have some technical difficulties. Skype wasn't working for some reason, so we ended up just uh, putting him on speakerphone and sticking him up to a microphone it really sucked as far as audio quality goes but uh it was such a great uh conversation with him it was so much fun so um after you listen to this episode you guys should go to paul sadu's um instagram account it's uh at the real paul sadu and you spell his name p-a-u-l-s-i-d-h-u also find him on twitter at real paul sadu uh, spelled the same, obviously. He plugs those again later, but I really want you guys to to follow this guy. He's an up-and-coming actor. He's amazing. He's been doing it uh, since about 2010, and he's an awesome guy. Uh, he's also got a new movie coming out pretty soon here, probably in the next year, called Hustle Down, which is more of like a comedy action type movie, which I'm really excited about that one, and we'll have him on again for that whenever, uh, whenever it comes out. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than uh, thanks to our pat- patrons. Uh, Ryan Showalter and Nathan Ha, you guys are still so fucking awesome. I can't believe that uh, you guys uh, still love us so much to throw us a bone every now and then. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, um, well, I have nothing else to say, so we love you all. Let's get this show started. All right, everybody, it's time for that movie podcast. Yeah. Shut up, I'm drunk. Welcome. Are you like a crazy Negative. I am a meat popsicle. Would you like to know more? Point Break or Bad Boys 2? Which one do you think I prefer? No, I mean which one do you want to watch first? So this is now the intro to that movie podcast. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) It's racist. (laughs) Hey. Huh. My Ow. wife is Mexican. My wife. My wife. Oh, my God. My boyfriend's Mexican. (laughs) See. Si, senor. <coughs> so, welcome to that movie podcast. I'm Hi. Matt. I'm Stacy. I'm Jason. Wee, wee, wee. I think we're all a little wow, amped wow, up. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we just had an awesome interview with Paul Sidhu. Paul Sidhu. Sidhu. The Sidhu-nator. He's going to be like, I fucking hate these guys. Matt said it wrong. He said Sidhu. Sidhu. I didn't. When you first introduced him, yeah. Sidhu. Sidhu. Sinew. Sinew. But we'll get to that in just a minute. So, this is that movie podcast. It is. And 
you are listening. You are. I mean, I would hope so. If you weren't listening, then this wouldn't be playing on your... You can't hear this anymore. Yeah, no. (laughs) So anyway... (laughs) Well, I mean, you guys talk sometimes. I don't listen. It's still going. That's true. Yeah. That's that's that's... like the basis of our relationship. Yeah. What? Ah. (laughs) Like how you agree and then say what? (laughs) So how are you guys doing? I'm okay. Yeah? good. It's been a while. It has. It's been a while. Sorry. (laughs) Every single time now. Yeah. I'm good. We, uh, things are good now. I'm hungry. Yeah? Yeah. I had a, like, gigantic dinner. We went over a... Braggadocious You didn't bring us any? No. You knew we were coming. I left it all at Rob's, Rob Weeks' house. (laughs) Did Uh. he just, like, get his bonus chickens that he got from work? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The dead ones that are still kind of (laughs) ripe. Gotta get rid of these soon. (laughs) They haven't turned yet. They had some sort of pox, but it's not transmittable to human. Yeah. Oh, God. <coughs> they had actual chicken pox. <laughs> no, we, uh, my kids and his kids get along really well, we discovered. And so, like, at least once a month, we kind of have a little get together now. And then my wife and his wife. My wife. My wife. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we, we've been hanging out and stuff. And, um,. We barbecued. I brought a big old tri-tip, and then he made um, al pastor tacos. Nice. And elotes, and then I made some uh, red rice. It was fucking awesome. (laughs) There's some good shit. I want some some tri-tip. But yeah, uh, so I'm like super ridiculously full. I said I stop bragging. I piled up my plate so big. So you continue to brag. And I sat down, and Mariah just goes, "Dude." But I was like the last person to eat because I was holding the baby while, right. while I let Mariah eat. And so all the kids ate and everybody else. And so I see how much food is left over. And <laughs> I'm just like, mine. I'm taking it all. <laughs> no leftovers from nope. Rob's family. Nope. Hell no. <laughs> those those kids are fat enough. No, oh, I'm, boy. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. His children are so fucking skinny. It's ridiculous. Why aren't they Because Jason them? keeps eating the food. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Okay, yeah. You're going over there and eating their food. But yeah, no, things have things have been good. Um, work sucks, but I mean that's you know just your day job. It's work, just my day job. That's right. <laughs> ah, that's a joke. That's a call forward. Yeah, it's a call forward. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, stuff's going good with uh with Dumbrov. Good. That's kind of fun. Uh, we haven't recorded in for fucking ever, but we... I don't think any of us have recorded in a long time. Yeah. Even yeah. Forbidden's been on hiatus for months now. Yeah. I was going to record this month. I don't even know if that's going to happen or not, but since it's spooky month, I want to get something out, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know when this episode's going to be coming out, but we're recording in October. Oh, so well, you'll, I'll, I'll you'll get hear it, it in July. I'll get it out as soon as I can. I'll probably take it in and start editing it. Editing the booing right editing now. Editing it? Yes. Uh, we saw Blade Runner, the new one. Oh, we I did. Haven't, I haven't seen the original Blade Runner. <clears throat> do either director's cut or the final cut. Don't do theatrical cut. Okay. If there's a Harrison Ford like voiceover, like a film noir, don't. That's the bad one. Why is that? I don't even know. I just was looking it up because it's like, which version do I watch? And all the fans always say, just don't watch that one. Okay. It's debated on which one's better between the final and the director's cuts, but everyone agrees that the theatrical cut is the worst. I assume it has to do with the voiceover. It just kind of takes everyone out of the movie. And I feel like it's a strange movie, the the way the story goes. And I think that they kind of spoon feed with the voiceover. And that's probably why people don't like it. Okay. Cool. Well, I'll 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 definitely have to check it out. 
But the new one was We'll have cool. to do an episode on those. Yeah. <clears throat> new one's long. It's like two hours and 45 minutes. I heard that it was kind of all over the place, too. It wasn't really over the place, just a lot of stuff was it's happening. Just a lot of information. One of our phones is interfering with something. Mine's in my pocket. So anyway, <laughs> so Blade Runner is pretty cool. I liked it. I don't think Stacy really liked it as much. Well, uh, it's taken me some time. Like I, I didn't like it at first. I think because I was mad at it for being so long, because I didn't know that that's what I was going into. This is and, what I bargained for. And um, I had to go. I had to like to go and go to the bathroom um a few Four times. times. Shocking. Four times. Four times. Are you counting? No, one of them was three butter and salt the popcorn. Three butter? Yeah. And she she keeps licking the, the popcorn and puts it back in the yeah. bu- the bucket. I have my methods. Okay. This is soggy for the wrong reasons. <laughs> but so. The butter to saliva quotient needs to be. Well, yeah, and it might have it might have been like me just getting like restless too because it's a fucking three hour movie, and usually if it's a movie that long, I it's I, the Lord I, of the Rings. I watch it at home and I I I, don't, I fall asleep if it's Lord of the it's, Rings it's, too. But, but not because Lord of the Rings was like a lot of action. This one was like a slow burn movie. It was. I thought oh, it was really? going to like a heavy action movie as well. I don't know why because there, the original one wasn't really that much action. Th- there were heavy action parts. There's a few. I mean, there's action scenes and everything, but that's not the movie. It was. It was. It was a lot of information and a lot of like going here and going there and getting this information. Well, because it's kind of a film we'll type person. thing, right? A little yeah, bit. There was, yeah, there was. There was. There was. Um. There was a bit of that going on, but. but yeah, I yeah, think, noir. I yeah. think if I just, I think. If I watch it again, like watch it at home, and like I can pause it if I have to go to the bathroom and everything, and don't miss stuff, I think I would enjoy it more. What if they let you pause movies in the movie theater? Then so everyone in the theater is like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, just just have an intermission if it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, that, that yeah, would that's be. True. Yeah, because yeah, you don't. And they gonna have like the, the soda expect, and the popcorn like dancing. You don't thing. expect people to like sit through a three-hour play. Don't talk. Watch. Don't talk. Watch. Aqua Teen Hunger yeah. Force. Fucking weird. <laughs> um, but it, watching that one after watching uh, the movie that we're talking about today, there's a lot of that in there's there. There's a that, lot of similarities, yeah. Well, but like, and they, I think they had the same theme, and it's kind of like, what is? But again, what like, it, what what is being human? Yeah, yeah. Like, what is having a soul? Kind of thing. Again, mm-hmm. I say a lot of similarities, but not like like anything was straight copied. Like it was just. The concept, it's 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 the it's like that whole artificial intelligence gaining gaining sentience kind of thing, and and several movies have done that, but they they did do that in a different way in this, and like yeah, a lot of there were a lot of um like influences, obvious influences, but they they all seemed more like just like nods to them. This whole movie was kind of an homage to like eighties action. That's what I felt. Yeah, I think especially if this movie came out in the eighties, it would have destroyed back then. Well, and oh I, yeah, and I realized too upon like because we watched it for our second time today, and I was at one point I was like just kind of listening and like um like getting ready to come over here, but um I started like just listening to Bishop's voice and the way that he talked. And I started thinking, like, aha, the way that he talks reminds me a lot of the 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 main guy in Kung Fury, which is yeah, basically kinda, yeah. an homage to eighties action kind of stuff. And like that hit, whole uh, that whole like yeah, yeah. yeah Bishop was a cop. little little more sed- uh, subdued, subdued. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it was like there was there was some similarities there oh, as definitely. well. Like I, I mean, it's not like a what are you gonna big, do? My job. <laughs> And the whole like the how all the Spartans had that 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 hand like that that, that, that greeting thing. Did you ever notice? Uh, You're I, like I, a father to me. Whenever I watched it, they did the right hand 
with the the right hand shake mm-hmm. and, and then, then the, the chest yeah. chest bump with their with their left hand mm-hmm. yeah. but with that general guy he did left hand shake right hand chest huh. hit must've been it, the it, older spartan it could have been it could have been that they like just the scene was like that one part was in a funky spot maybe and so they had to flip it for right. the but i was just like man that could be something i don't <laughs> know like to show that he's some sort of weird it shit could, or maybe because like he's he um, retired. Well, not retired, but um, maybe it's their version of kneeling. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Well, they both left the government. That's true. Yeah, that's hmm. true. Well, and that, and that was the other thing. Like, like when Bishop is like giving him shit, like you either you either die with honor or you you run like a coward. And I was like, isn't that kind of what you were what doing did before the they? Well, no, no, no. What he had been doing at the beginning when well, he yeah, was and that, and that's in the thing his is, like in the opium dens. He or whatever. admitted to the fact that he was a coward. And he's like, I'm not a Spartan not, anymore. Not to Cage. Well, yeah, not to Cage. That's what I'm saying though, because when he was telling, when he was saying to Cage, like, you either die with honor or you run and hide like a coward. Like, so what? What is it? Like, what are you? Like, why? How? How is it that you're a Spartan? And that's why I was kind of like, oh, you're being a little bit of a hypocrite right now, Bishop. Because he's just trying to get something. I know, yeah. but well, that and, and he's human. I know humans I are know, hypocrites. But or I'm is just, he? I'm just, I'm just. Oh, that would be cool <laughs> in the sequel. By the way, uh, upcoming sequel. That would be too Blade Runner if they did that. Don't yeah, do that. that's true. <laughs> don't do that, please. Yeah. Um, Paul, <laughs> since we're already talking about it, you want to just let's do it. Get into it. All right. So, oh, sorry, I, I jumped right about. into no, it. No, that's fine. That's fine. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. No foreplay. So, the movie we talked about was 2007, or pff, fucking <laughs> fuck. Oh, we back in time. Yeah. Two, <laughs> Ten years ago in the future. In the year 2037. <laughs> so, the movie we talked about was 2307, Winter's Dream. Oops. It's a 2016 not rated sci-fi. Okay, just a sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> it is a sci-fi. It is a sci-fi. Stacy. Stacy? Stacy. In 2307, a soldier is sent on a mission to hunt down the leader of the humanoid rebellion. Bum, bum, bum. Wow, wow. Top build cast. <clears throat> Top build cast. Paul Sadu. He's my new friend. I talked to him. Yep. He's we cool all guy. did. We all talked no, to him. No, but you talked to me. Okay. He did. Okay. Matt did most of the talking. <laughs> well, I added him on Instagram. So oh, you said he doesn't go on there, really. And he's going to be on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it now. Okay, so, uh, so it'll actually happen. Jesus. Paul Sadu, we met him. Uh, we interviewed him. We're going to put that on later in this episode, so you can hear it. Uh, he plays Bishop. Uh, we have Brandon Coles as Ash three nine three. Ariel Holmes as Kicks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kelsey Watson as El Hata. And Salone Hat as Atka. I think it's just Hat. Uh, Timothy Lead the Priest as Ishmael. Stormy Henley. <laughs> is that a person in the movie? Yeah. Oh. This is, this is Stormy <laughs> Henley on. as Sarah. Somebody's name is. Oh. Fernando Argosino. <laughs> I'm Ice Stormy. <laughs> Fernando Argosino as Subatai. Arvid Gordon as Cage. In there for like maybe four minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I watched it twice and I still forget he was there. Yeah. He was he was uh, at the beginning, right? Yeah, he got killed first. Yeah. Spoilers. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just go there. Oh, uh, Brad Potts is General Trahan. So it was a good movie. Trajan. Cool movie. I was surprised. General, we uh, we got e- we got emailed by uh, what is 
Uh, okay, so the this lady's is name Rachel. Rachel, yeah, Rachel Madison, who runs the PR for the movie. She emailed us, and she was really cool. And it was weird because. Uh, me being as self-deprecating as I am, I thought, like, what the fuck kind of catfish tactic is this? <laughs> it's because Jason gets catfish a lot. Like, uh, I do. Uh, we don't uh, have any money for you. <laughs> yeah, edit that out. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying now. Yeah. Um, well, oh, we got no, contacted. Anyway, so we got contacted, and I thought, like, this, if if we're getting catfish, well, this yeah, is a really like weird a way Nigerian to do it. Nigerian prince, like, we'll send you the movie, but you got to give us this much, and then we'll give it back. We don't have any money. Yeah, and they sent us the screener and everything. I thought, this is legit. So I yeah. responded, and it turned out, yeah, they're really cool. They're really a really cool group of people, and they're really passionate about what they do. And this happened. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, as we found out from uh, Paul, that it was, you know, labor, love, a passion project. Yeah. And I can totally see it in there. Um, and it's a fucking good movie, and everybody out there should buy it. Well, go see it in theaters first, then buy it's, it. It's, it's on video on demand right now, too. Yeah. It's a, oh. It's so not in it theaters home. anymore. It came out. It they had a theatrical release, and then it was on Blu-ray and yeah. digital. Oh yeah, so I definitely say check it out, but I go in, in go in with the mindset that you're watching an '80s action movie. Yes, um, it's definitely an homage, a love letter to but, '80s uh, action. It's it to me it was it was rough around the edges, but I saw um, you know, actual heart to it. Yeah, and it wasn't just like you know, like it's, like I was telling uh, Paul, it wasn't like something that the Sci-Fi Channel would produce at least you know maybe five years ago because now at Sci-Fi Channel is kind of good now, but. Um, it's definitely a little bit rough. It wasn't like like Mega Shark versus Crocosaur yeah, or something. Or Sharknado, yeah. which I do love Sharknado though. Just not the first one. For different reasons though. Right, because it's ridiculous. Yeah. But this one, um, I don't know, I, I liked it. It was a cool story. It was a good sci-fi movie. And like we said earlier, yeah, it def- you could definitely see the homages in there to other sci-fi movies from spe- specifically the 80s. Yeah. And that is what the writer we found out was really kind of going for. Yeah. Well, and it actually had a story. Like it's right. not just like... Let's just have all this shit so that more action can happen. Right. Like explosions. It was, yeah, it was titties. A, it, it was a good story. <laughs> a little bit titties, right? There was not that much titty. There was like some side titty. But there that's was some it. side titty. There was that one lady who had that kind of like like sheer kind there's, of there's titty the, milk. The, the, yeah. the titty milk and cookies. There was titty milk. The pleasure models had like kind of like sheer-ish outfits. Yeah, but well, I don't know if they're um, like models because these weren't like. They robotic. weren't all white. And well, robotic. they weren't robotic things. They were they were organic beings. Well, all of them were, I thought. Right. And that's why there was mutations. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I was trying to get my head around was well, that Well, I liked how they talked about... Robots. Yeah, I liked how they talked about how they... Like, even the uh, Spartans had uploaded ar- artificial intelligence right. into their minds and mm-hmm. stuff. That's really cool. Like, that kind of stuff. And it's just a brief, like, passing thing. They had upgrades. But, but thinking about, like, that that really, like, helps fill out the, the whole universe that they're in. That's yeah. pretty badass. It, that's the other thing I appreciated was the uh, the universe that this created. Yeah, like the the setting was pretty cool. It was different. It was uh, video gamey with the whole like like installing upgrades to yourself and yeah. shit like that. Well, and the, one of the things that I loved about this that I hate about a lot of eighties action shit is there wasn't like a ton of exposition. Right. There's not just like, oh, we're gonna pan through this thing to see these two guys who are saying something totally out of context just mm-hmm. so you could hear like, oh, oh, an artificial intelligence chip. That's this when this happens and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Blah. Yeah, and I didn't ask Paul because he said um, this was mainly uh, Joey Curtis. Joey Curtis is the one that did most of the writing. It was just Paul's idea, and he also helped with writing. But I saw some, some video game stuff, like Stacy was saying, where Spartan Sevens, Master Chief. Yeah. 
the closest thing I thought that to um like just plain exposition that there was that I could see, and this is this is even kind of a stretch, is um towards the end when Ash was with um the the little girl um yeah Alusha Alusha yeah. Uh-huh. and they have the 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 map the Sola Solarium I think is what it's... Sol Solaria or something yeah, like that. that yeah and they keep like pointing it out and like and she keeps repeating it and like and they're like that's where we're going that's where we're going to go like that was the closest thing to exposition that I could see but even then it was like he's 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 obviously this is like a lesson that he goes over with the girl like a lot and uh-huh. and they oh, just happened to be showing it so that, that we. Was- that no, was, like what this is going towards. Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to ask him <laughs> that I didn't because it just didn't get a chance. But that little girl, <clears throat> they said she was five years old, but I could not see my five-year-old son doing lines what, wasn't for Wasn't she movie. Uh, one of the the humanoids? Yeah, she had. No, she wasn't a humanoid. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, she his was. baby. No. Ash's baby, not yeah, not Bishop's baby. Oh, that's baby. right. That's Bishop's right. baby didn't survive. That was all just so oh, she's okay. to yeah. get him to she's go like and do the, the thing. She was the first humanoid born, yeah. baby, born humanoid. Ah, so okay. She well, that makes more sense. I'm just saying that I want to know how old that little girl is in real life because like right. I could not see a five year old seven maybe. Well, maybe that's well, why. Well, yeah, like seven would maybe be that's good. why they made her like the act the 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 kid actor was older was because maybe they're more advanced and yeah. kind of. <clears throat> I mean, she looked like she could have been five. Like, my son looks like a fucking eight-year-old, but he's five. Your son's almost as tall as me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah, that was just one of the things I wanted to ask. It's just like, my son would not be able to do that. Your son's not an actor. That's true. That's true. Or a humanoid. It's a big difference. You know what's funny is he's starting to get into that kind of stuff. Like he's, uh, he's you, better, you better stop that now. Why? He's going to turn out like me. What's wrong with that? You don't want that. Look at her. <laughs> like you have to ask. You have to ask. Oh my god, I love you guys. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Starving actress over here. There's <laughs> yeah. some Play-Doh right there if you want to. It's non toxic. I was. Yeah. I've been eyeballing the halls. It's so. probably really. It's probably the Play-Doh is probably like really hard, so it'll be in the, like it'll have a nice crunch to it. No thanks. Chewy. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> but no, this this movie. Yeah, it was it was great, and I really urge all of our listeners to check it out. You know, even just rent it or whatever, because it's it's so good. Especially, it's it's definitely a pleasant surprise movie. It's right, not, and it's I know not, uh, Luke and Nicole are already saying that they really want to see it because this is like right up their alley. And most of all, I mean, just you know, support stuff like this since it's independent film. Um, we need more yeah, stuff this like is, this. this. We need more original. Of, this is the kind of stuff we need to support in order to like, stop getting more sequels, prequels, Tyler Perry's Medea bullshit, bullshit, and another remade spider-man and another yeah like just all the trilogies sequels. everywhere remade hocus pocus without the original cast are you fucking kidding me and only made for tv yeah nobody what? nobody wants that nobody wants that and we don't want any more like to get the re- reboots and all that shit to stop we need to encourage people that are putting passion and love and heart into their movies instead of just trying to pump out a paycheck my motto's always been vote with your money with stuff like this. Yeah, um, yeah that's for me, why it's I'm always, saying buy it. For me, it's always been with video games. That's why I don't have Never any... Never pre-order shit. Yep. That's just going to be... Go ahead and edit that out, too. <laughs> I'm getting I'm, I'm getting on one. She's drunk. <laughs> she's drunk. She's I've, hangry. I've had, like, two... She's hungry, and she's had two beers. She's Apple drunk. Beers. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dirt, Jason. Get the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was just really um I was really pleasantly surprised with how down to earth um Paul was yeah. to yeah. talk to. Like he was so just normal. Like 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 
yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a surgeon and I am a family man and I make movies. I'm an oil man. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> seem like he wanted to talk about the bee and the surgeon thing very much. Well, like, this is his focus right now. I think you yeah. want to talk about the movie. And I know, that I just kind of wanted to bring too, it up because it's amazing that he could do something like this. Him. Yeah. But then also, he has, like, a legit job. Like, there's only 24 And he's a dad. There's only yeah. 24 hours in the day. How are you doing That's all why, this like, stuff, like, dude? I barely sleep because of the stuff that I do. So I can only imagine yeah. him. I barely work my job. That's <laughs> yeah. all I got. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned it with him that uh, we said earlier that there was influences from other movies. Um, the ones that I picked out was bla- definitely Blade Runner with the, uh, yeah. the humanoids. And, you know, just wanted to be alive. Yeah. Uh, we got kind of like a predator scene at the beginning once they find ash yeah and he kind of starts picking in the them forest yeah. yeah definitely in the forest i even saw like a little bit of frankenstein's monster when he had the hood on yeah yeah and it's just like his eyes were fucking like, awesome and it, yeah and again that's kind of what frankenstein's monster was wanting to do was just be human kind of there was um and then he threw that little girl in the river there was yeah. um that's so sad i think I th- it makes me sad every time i think about it <laughs> i felt like there was like um th- um the thing references with them um stranded in that little cabin thing for a while oh yeah um, yeah but it's it's so it's so uh, and the halo shit you, yeah, didn't, halo. you never you never mentioned you well, never mentioned, i, I, I said like, i didn't because the that. uh the other guy was one that was right yeah so the thing is though is is every all of that stuff is referencing like the warrior tribe of the spartans in greece so, right i, I know mean, i just all... mean the spartan seven though yeah specifically the seven with the spartan because oh, john three four three Non-plebeians wouldn't get it. All the plebs. Yeah, all the plebs. I hate that I just used the word plebs. Yeah. Please edit that out. I hate it too. Edit it out. It's not getting edited edit out. It out. No. PC edit Master Race. No, PC Master Race. <laughs> no console. Console peasants. Console plebs. <laughs> now we're just saying plebs. I'm going to say plebs the rest of the night. plebs. Cuck. No, it's plebs. Cuck. Because it's plebeian. You're a cuck. Gif. Cuck. Jif. I hate Jif. Ufo. Who the fuck calls uh, it Jif? I hate Ufo. <laughs> he hates Ufo. Ufo? Did you, see, did you see that, that thing that Tom DeLonge posted? He was saying they're coming up with the new... He's been talking about that for like the past like two or three years. Yeah, this dude's tripping. Like whatever, he's getting high on his own supply. I'm just, I'm just like, and I'm all for conspiracy theories and shit, but when you, uh, when you let conspiracy theories break up Blink-182, I got big problems with that. It's Blink-182. They're not... But like valid anymore. Uh, have you heard their new shit? Yeah, because they don't have Tom DeLonge because they're not Blink-182 anymore. They're Mark and Travis and some other guy named Chris or Matt or something. Hi. One of one of the common names. <laughs> Thanks. Stacy. Stacy's not a very common name. But. It's it's just getting more common. Mothers of Stacy. Yep. Very common knowledge that. You know what? They, you know what? Have it. No, it's just because going it's it's because on it's because in movies and TV and all that bullshit. Stacy's the bitch. The girl that's named Stacy is always a bitch or a whore or a slut or some Hi. amalgamation or of that. Slutty whore. And Stacey. if you're if you're a bitch or a whore or a slut, your mom is probably one as well. <laughs> My mother's a saint. <laughs> so like she she died and now people pray to her. Saint Teresa. Okay. Yeah. That's her name. Saint Teresa? Yeah. yeah. I should have named one of my kids Saint Mother something. Teresa. She's except, she, except she was a terrible person. Who? Your, your Matt's no, mom? No, Mother Teresa. She oh. was bad. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She was like, you got cancer. It's because you deserved it. That's pretty fucking fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. 
So. So. <laughs> this kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, the fake trailers for Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. It reminds me, like, it, it could have been, like, Scorched. Like, Scorched 3 or whatever. Okay, yeah. And the, <laughs> and the world froze over. <laughs> Every time I think of that, I just think of ball fondlers <laughs> from Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or uh, two brothers, two brothers. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that that two brothers thing could be Key and Peel. They did a they did a, a live action version of it. Well, Somebody like, did a in the thing. in the in the whole intro thing for Key and Peel when they're going through that that and it's like dropping them into different scenes. There's one that it drops them in that it looks like two brothers because they're in like it's like all like apocalyptic Armageddon. Shit. They got all it's that just, shit on it's and just everything. Called and two brothers. And guns. <laughs> it's just called two brothers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I, I what I pictured Back when, to I was, the movie. when I was watching it. <laughs> all over the place, Paul. If you're actually listening to this, I'm sorry. I tried. It's all good. This no, is, you this didn't. Is par for no, the course. No, it's my fault that <laughs> we're all over the, the place. It's fine. Well, I was just doing the interview too. Like, kind of threw us off since we were already yeah. conversing. We're not, we're not used to being like out of order. An interview show. We're not used to like being like considered like a real podcast. Next time, we'll just bullshit with him the whole time. It'll be fun. Yeah. Or we just come early and uh, bullshit and then call. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. It's been a while. Since I like how you got up in the mic to do that. Too. <laughs> You're like all far I'm away sorry. from the mic talking. And also, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I purposely did that. <laughs> it's because as soon as I did it, everybody got quiet and I was like, oh no. Well, yeah, because nobody wants to talk over that. I've done it again. Because then it'll make it hard to edit out if... <laughs> Stacy farted on me today. Nice. Oh my god, it was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. I warned him it was going to happen. So before me and Mariah <laughs> even started going out, like this was, man, we were still in high school. Hey, we're talking about me and Matt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me then. No, you're you married. You got enough kids. Get snipped already. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, hopefully soon. Get your tubes tied. Yeah. Then I'm just going to be on the podcast. So then, welcome to that movie podcast. I've lost my world to live. I can't make babies anymore. Mm-hmm. What what is what is the point? I'm just I'm just shooting blanks now. <laughs> what are movies but just a distraction from the terror and drudgery of our lives? It still shoots, but it's not worth it. <laughs> movies are just the offspring of someone's mind, and I can't have offspring. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! And then you just hear one single gunshot. <laughs> I missed. And then it's just silence. Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> Oh, arse face. And then you guys yeah. you guys are still here, so you just start laughing because you think it's a joke. And I'm like, <laughs> Actual bullet hole. That in the was wall. vivid. <laughs> He's really got so a anyway, gun. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding a gun. He's been polishing it this whole time. I'm all rubbing it against my temple, <laughs> scratching my head with this. So anyway, how you guys doing? Oh my god. No, uh, this was great. It was fun. It was a fun episode. And um Are we done? Well, we've been recording for an hour and a half. Holy shit! Time flies, huh? I'm 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 only like halfway through my six pack. <laughs> I know we're usually here for like three fucking hours. I yeah. know. We can go in and play some Mario Kart why, or something. No, why if you are we want. all staring at me? It's okay. I want to eat something. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty tired too. I'd like to get a little bit of shed eye. <sighs> but you just like said so many times how you don't sleep. You I don't, don't sleep. You sleep when you're dead. I usually do. Sleep when you're dead. Only sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> 
I die for eight hours a day. I die for no. Um, I normally sleep about between four and six hours a day. Maybe most of the time it's more on the. I four only get like five. five. Never have kids. I'm getting good six now. Oh gee, thanks, person driving. Hey. Sounds like a tiny penis went by. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> I guess that's it for the episode. Uh, we're gonna leave you with our interview with Paul, or maybe just cut it in somewhere. I don't know how this is going, but you're gonna hear him. Yeah. Yep. He's a cool guy. Okay, I'm just recording now, and then we'll edit out all the horrible, terrible shit. <laughs> and we haven't recorded in so long because someone had to go and have a baby. Yeah, I went and had a... Well, my wife went and had a baby. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What, was it a boy or a girl? A, a boy. What did you name your boy? We named him Benjamin. Benjamin. Oh, that was a terrible missed opportunity. I should have said, we named him Paul. I was going to say, we named God. <laughs> they named him Ash. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. But right. uh, yeah, he's baby number three. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. You got any kids? I do. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. How, how many? Three. Damn, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And you're doing movies. That's yeah. that's nuts. Yeah, I guess that, uh, that's, we sh- that's why I might get called out here pretty soon because oh. I, I might have to go switch the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that, man. Well, I guess uh, we should introduce you since we're recording. We have uh, Paul Sidhu on the phone, director of a little movie that just came out this week, uh, twenty three oh seven Winter's Dream. Woo! Oh jeez! Oh my gosh! There Sorry, go. my <laughs> mic is. It's okay. Funky. It's okay. <laughs> How's the the release been? Oh, it's been great. We uh, we had a really strong uh, uh, show on the opening weekend. Um, it's 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 a limited theatrical release. Um, you know, throughout the United States. Um, you know, we're you know me as like as an actor, I'm kind of only privy to like what's happening in LA, but I, I hear that, um, uh, LA, the opening weekend did, did really nice. So it's, uh, so that was exciting. We had like a lot of, a lot of people, um, support the film and a lot of it was just, you know, sort of grassroots word of mouth, the, the you know, the, the film getting out. And the other thing was that, um, the company that picked up the film and put it out there, um, uh, these dudes named, uh, Man, I'm not I'm not into all the the business aspect of it, but vertical, yeah, <laughs> vertical. They did a really good job, like getting our trailer out and you know letting people know about this uh, independent sci-fi film. So it was cool. It, it was really more than I more than I expected. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was I was reading um a few interviews that you did online uh, earlier today, and I, you're a busy guy. I heard uh, you're a you're a, a, a medical doctor. Yeah, well, you know. Um, Jesus. Um, right now, like my primary focus is really, really on, on acting. And like what, what I do is, um, um, I like, you know, most artists, you know, we, we have a, we have a, a day job and sort of, <laughs> and so I kind of like, I kind of like to keep it in that, in that perspective because, um, you know, everyone, everyone has a different path and, and sort of like how you get to where you want to be um you know you can take multiple roads um so yeah i mean like sure you know i I definitely have an extremely busy life um but the the acting is really uh is really uh you know uh is 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 is, 
is a passion. It's at the forefront of everything that's happening right now. That's intense. How do you um, how do you juggle the two? Because you're you're a surgeon, right? A, a dermatological surgeon. How do I how do I juggle everything? Yeah. Oh well, it takes like, well, it's a lot of time management, and it's a lot of um, just being very focused, like day to day. So I have to get up really early and sort of you know have a game plan ready for each day because I I need to um, focus on, on, on my day job, which, which I try and give like a hundred percent to, but at the same time, every day I have to focus on my, my craft, which also I give a hundred percent to. So, and also your family too, because like you said, and my you have, family, you have, yeah, you of course. Children. So like I, you know, I get up in the morning and, and, you know, I, one of the things that I love doing in the morning is, um, I love making my kids breakfast. I, I, I don't know, yeah. like when I grew up, I was like, sort of like a, a, a guy who just had cereals in the morning. So right. when I was a kid, I used to remember like, man, wouldn't it be cool to have like eggs every morning? So like what I do is <laughs> I'll get up and like, I'll make my kids eggs. And that's how I start the day. And, and it's, it's just fun to, I mean, it's not like a lot of time spent with them in the morning, but it, it's, it's cool to do that. And then, and then bam, like, you know, day begins and um, just, uh, yeah, it's, it's every day is really, it's, it's, it's really packed, but it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's exciting. So I'm it's guessing, really cool. I'm guessing you don't sleep at all. <laughs> no, no, I sleep, man. I, 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 to, I, I totally sleep. You know, it's it's not as bad as like you know, uh, as as you may imagine. It's just you know, like I said, it's just it's just time management, and, it, and it's and it's it's good. It's um, uh, you know, you you have a you have a full day, but you know, when you come home at the end of the day, you know, you, I I always have time to um, you know. Uh, wrestle with the kids and, and you know find out how their day was and yeah you know. that's the best man yeah wrestling around yeah. with your kids yeah, yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> um so I, i've been going through like a bout of like a, a low motivation what what do you do to motivate yourself since i mean you, you know you're a doctor you're a filmmaker now um you really kind of seem like a person that kind of pushes for his dreams and really you know does it what advice oh. would you have for someone that's you know has issues trying to get motivated yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like you. I mean, in this industry, um, you just got to go for it. I mean, like you really, you really have to put yourself out there. So, so here's the deal. Like, there's gonna be, there's always gonna be that like one in a million person who's just, you know, they've got that special talent. They've got like the 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 looks, blah blah blah. And they're going to go out there and it's going to be easy for them. And they're going to like get picked up by, you know, somebody on the street and, and like made into the next, like, you know, it person or whatever it is. But then there's like the 99.9% of the rest of us where, where you just, you just have to like go in there and, 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 and go after it. And, and you have to be tenacious and you, and you gotta be, you, you gotta just be able to accept people you know, putting you down and you got to be able to accept people not believing in you because, because if you can kind of get past all the people that don't believe in you and all the people that really want to kind of hold you down, then eventually you are going to find a few people that, that do believe in you. And really that's, that's all it takes. It just takes like a small cluster of people that slowly start to be to believe in you. And, and then you have a team and then, and then it's like, you know, and then it's really like, you know, you're a team, you know, and and, it, and you just sort of like bounce off each other. So I guess um, 
you know, in my case, um, you know, I, I really, uh, bonded with, um, like one of the producers on one of my projects, which was, um, Robert Beaumont. And, you know, he was like, you know, if I may, he was like the first member of the wolf pack. Right. So <laughs> he came, so, so he came on board and, and he, he, for some reason had a lot of faith in me and subsequent to that, like we're, we're actually doing a couple more projects together and it's slowly starting to, to, to take momentum. And then, um, you know, I found, um, this gal named like, uh, you know, you know, her Rachel Madison, she's kind of crazy, but oh, she yeah. believes too, so, so um, it's like you know, it's it's you, you start surrounding yourself with people that that have faith in you, and um, you just you just got to keep moving forward. Um, you know, do or die, basically. Well, thanks for that. That's something that I need to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the things. Yeah, I tell people is like, uh, I I have another podcast where I talk about anxiety and depression and stuff oh, and wow. I, I always i always tell people you know it's like like surround yourself with with people that that will like encourage you and stuff and that's kind of along yeah. the same lines i really yeah. like that uh you know you, you gotta have a good team i agree man <laughs> i mean that's like that is i think a fundamental mantra of life like yeah i mean that goes for like relationships that goes for you know the, the type of job you do it doesn't matter if you're an actor i mean you can be like you know an architect engineer, you can, uh, a restauranteur or whatever it is you do, you know, um, uh, you know, a guy, at, a, a dude at Lowe's who's giving you excellent <laughs> service. I mean, the thing is if you're, if you like, you know, are surrounded by people that support you, you really end up loving what you do. And then you, you tend to, I think you tend to get better. Now I got a, I got a question for you. Now I'm the kind of guy where if I get started on a project, that's all I think about. Are you the same kind of way? Or it's just like you wake up and that's what you're thinking about. Like, say for this movie, you know, for for twenty three oh seven. Yeah, yeah. When, when when we were in twenty three oh seven, um, that was like that was my thing. Like, so I I would be thinking about Commander Bishop, like when I woke up in the morning and when I went to bed at night, and you know, every sort of aspect of my day and I, you know, I'd ask myself like, well, I wonder how, I wonder how the commander would approach this situation. But at the same time, um, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not one of those guys who's, who's all, all method, you know, who's, who just sort of like, is that character all day long? Because, well, yeah. <laughs> because I do tend to focus on, a, I do tend to actually focus on, on other things. Um, I, I believe in balance, you know, so that's like, that's my big thing. So I, I feel like, um, you know, a, a balanced approach to, to anything you do is tends to be a little bit healthier for me. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely focused in on it, but I, I, I do not lose, lose track of like the big picture of my life while I'm in these projects. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, uh, Paul, in the uh, in the movie, uh, we're looking at a, a futuristic frozen apocalypse, and uh, I was reading one of your other another article that you did an interview for, and you said that you were interested in uh, the evolution of politics and side effects of global warming. What in your head uh, for the movie? What led humanity to such an apocalypse? Well, fundamentally, like for the film. What's going on is we're we're in a post-apocalyptic future where we've entered into another ice age. The ice age is 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 pretty extreme. 
the the mythos of the movie is such that we believe that there was a meteor strike which changed the the climactic pattern of the world right. and at the same time we sort of delved into um you know certain type of respiratory viruses that were theoretically made in the 21st century for population control and you know some of these viruses actually got out and basically decimated the human population in a few generations not because they died but just because they couldn't have viable offspring so that sort of created the perfect storm for this film where you have a extremely diminished human population where you know it's it's like one percent of the human population is left and at the same time the the surface of the earth changes radically and and that's the backdrop for for winter's dream yeah it was a really cool concept it yeah, was I, I enjoyed it yeah i was trying to explain it to a friend and say like like I, I had no, I didn't really have any sort of like, oh, it's like this movie, like uh, not yeah. so much, you know. Like I was kind of like, well, it's kind of on, like there's certain parts that are kind of on par with Predator, where you know where well, they're hunting him and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But but I, there there was no just like it's this movie right. plus this movie, uh, you know. Yeah. Like it was, so we uh, kind of saw a little bit of like Blade Runner. In but that's there. What, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask Paul was, um, I did see a lot of inspiration from you know other sci-fi movies, um. Yeah. What went into it exactly? Because, yeah, I did see a little Blade Runner, some Predator. Um, I saw Escape from New York. Um, and the, yeah. And the, the Spartan like you're, thing. You're, you're talking about everything that 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 Joey Joey Curtis, who's the, the writer of the film, uh, he wrote the screenplay. That's, right. That was his, like, sort of, that's everything he loves. Like, I, you know, he would talk about, you know, Kurt Russell, and he'd talk about, Blade Runner and he talked about Star Wars and so a lot of his love of of cinema you know in, in that specific science fiction genre went into this film and like I remember when Joy was talking to me about this uh, you know he was like he was really bold and and really not afraid I mean he was like you know what he's like you know what Paul I know that people are going to say that maybe I took this from this film or that from that film but he just had a really bold vision about about what he wanted the screenplay to be. And the the cool thing about Joe was that he was like just thankful, like every day. Like every every day I'd meet this guy, he was like, he's the writer and the director of the film. He'd be like, Paul man, I, I'm just so I just feel so happy to be on this project. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome, like, man. This guy, exactly. He was like every day he would like run up to me he'd hug me he'd like kiss me he'd be like he'd be like oh, i love this i love this and so <laughs> that, like that, natural, yeah. like, that natural like love that that joe had for the film and for you know for the screenplay sort of like infected everyone and like you know we would see stuff like you know like i would see stuff robert the producer would see stuff we'd be like we'd be like dude this is like really close to like you know um <laughs> Uh, Decker's gun, you know. Right. And Joe's like, Joe's like, isn't it though? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to meet. I want to. I'm, like, I'm I, like, all right, dude. I want to meet this guy. He sounds just like me. <laughs> it, it didn't if, feel if you like. Think so, man. Let's do it. <laughs> like it didn't feel like like anything was being copied from any other movies. It just felt like they were more like nods to them, like yeah, like, I mean, shout it, out it, or something. Exactly. Yeah, you can it see was the a total. Out of homage, completely right. out of love. Yeah, yeah. you can you can see the exactly. influence. You can see the influence from it, but I wouldn't say it's you know copied or anything. <laughs> no, not at all. And I think that's what I enjoyed most about the movie. You know, it's 
It's like a, an amalgamy of 80s action movies. Yeah. yeah. Like there were concepts that have been done in other movies before, but he did it, you guys did it differently. And it was like, yeah. I yeah. Loved, it was really cool. I loved, <laughs> I loved that one, like there, there wasn't very much of like the cheesiness out of you right. know, like any section, but that one part where the dude spat on his boot and then spat on his other boot. <laughs> I laughed so freaking that hard. That was awesome. I watched, I watched that last night when, when my wife was late, was asleep in bed and I'm watching it on my phone and I'm like, <laughs> like trying not to laugh. No. And my favorite, my favorite line came in that scene too. When, um, when you're talking to that guy, and you just yell pumping milk for cookies. Yeah. I <laughs> cracked up so hard. That was that was funny, it's man. It's just that such was, a ridiculous awesome. thing to scream at somebody. But yeah, I love how I love how this isn't this isn't like one of those like I want I want to tell anybody who who could be interested. This isn't like one of those B movies where it's where it's like so bad it's good or something. This yeah. is just a fucking good. No, movie. and yeah. um, I I, oh, I um I read that you guys had you know a, it, you know that that scene you're talking about like so Joe painstakingly put that scene together like he was like <laughs> okay Paul so like you're gonna get this like milk and uh you know they don't have milk in the future because there's no cows and so you know it's gonna come from the from the droid from the from the pleasure model and I'm like what and he's like yeah man. People are gonna dig it, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm like, people are gonna find this offensive. He's like, no, 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 people are gonna like it. So we did the scene, and like the dialogue was kind of, um, you know, Joe wrote, you know, Joe wrote this, you know, di the dialogue out, and and that actual part where I pulled a gun on him and I yell at him about pumping milk, that was like ad libbed at the moment. Nice. <laughs> that just like that just that that just came out. It was like um, it was just like one of those you know moments where you're where you're in the scene and you're just looking at this guy and and i was just thinking looking at cage and i'm like you know back then i you know I was, i'm bishop so i'm looking at this old this dude and i'm like this this guy's like drinking like he's drinking like this this lady's breast milk man it's pissing me off <laughs> well that one part too where she says like she likes it better than his mommy's and yeah. i'm like oh that was, yeah that was the giveaway but that, that the fact that it was an ad lib makes me like it even more. yeah like, hell yeah so much more <laughs> It was cool. It was a cool scene. So how? Oh, go on. Oh no, man! I, I was just reminiscing. Oh. I, just, <laughs> I, just, so, I just started daydreaming. So I'm going back. <laughs> going down memory lane. You're hitting the cue yeah. vapor. <laughs> Do you have any other questions, Matt? You want? Um, just uh, another, another small one. Um, I understood. You understand? You guys worked with a, a small budget, but I can see a lot of heart in the movie. And like we were saying, it's not like a, a total like knockoff uh, small film that would be on the Sci-Fi Channel or something. I can actually see the uh, the love in the movie. Um, yeah. what does it feel like to, you know, you know, get that done? I know I, I can see a part of you in it. Yeah, man. It, it was, um, it, we definitely started, um, the film on a, on a smaller, smaller budget, but, uh, you know, what happened with this film was, um, and, and if I heard, if I heard the question, right, I, you were asking like, how was it to work on a, on a, a small budget film and how it transpired? Is that correct? Yeah. Miss okay. So, yeah, we started it on a on a on a modest budget, and you know, as we were shooting the film, um, you know, our our director Joe was like, you know, and our producer Robert was like, you know, we need more money for this film, so maybe we should shoot the film in in sequences, like do like the first half, like in November, 
And then the second half, plan for it in March. And between November and March, we'll raise the funds for March. So that's that's sort of exactly what we did. And we shot the first half um, in October. And then we shot the second half in um, uh, March of um, 2015. And oh, man, that means you it, had to go through Thanksgiving and stay fit enough to fit in that tight leather suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, exactly. It was like funny. It was like, and that was what Joe was saying. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, um, we're we're gonna lose people, and like, <laughs> like, I, and I think I think everyone's pretty pumped to be working with you. So I, I think everyone's gonna be back, and it, it's gonna be great. But yeah, that's that's what Joe did. He like basically shot the first half, and um, then then Robert went out and got more financing for the film, and. And then the, the budget kind of kind of became a little more more significant. We had this um, this um, effects house called Platinum Platypus, <laughs> and they were just totally enamored by um, by the film and by Joe. So they put in like a bunch of like money as equity. They just basically did all our special effects for us on on on, on their dime, which is like which was worth like you know you know. Yeah, I mean, in in the industry, I mean, Robert was telling me that's like easily like you know two three hundred two three hundred thousand dollars worth of special effects they put in for us, which oh, is really man, that's wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and that that was one thing I was gonna say too. Like the 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 effects were awesome. The uh, the costume, like the wardrobe, was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> the wardrobe the wardrobe sucked man so, <laughs> well well i should say it looked good on camera <laughs> no no the, the, the wardrobe definitely looked good the, the funny thing was like these guys uh uh i remember like you know when joe was coming up with his ideas for the wardrobe he's like man you know we can get like because he did like motocross when he was a kid he's like we should get like motorcycle suits and so <laughs> One day, like he picks, he picks me up, and, like, and, and we we drive out to this like uh, place that sells like you know motorcycles and suits. So we spend the day like just trying on all these motorcycle suits, and and the ones that fitted the best were the ones that had like a lot of ventilation, so they had the most like movement to them. Right. So once we kind of once Joe like liked the way a particular suit looked on me. He was like, "Okay, man, this is the suit we're gonna we're gonna use, and I'm gonna like get suits like this for all the, the guys are gonna be Spartans." So, so we got the suits. We were like totally happy. They were like these awesome ventilated suits, and they felt good. And then we got to um, then we got to Buffalo where the, the with the subarctic temperature, and we were wearing ventilated. Oh man, <laughs> but, like, we that were, like, sounds loaded. awful. Like, we were, we were like hosed every day man it was like it, it, we were like so cold but <laughs> and at least it, i guess at least we look cool so that was good so. yeah that's that's all that counts right counts, yeah. <laughs> nobody ended up with frostbite or anything did they no no every, everybody was cool they oh were thank like, god giving everybody hugs and so it was nice i was gonna ask too like how much of that is camera tricks and how much of that is actual being in ice well you guys filmed um on a lake right on a frozen lake in yeah Buffalo? so so lake erie in 2015 got frozen over all the way where it was safe to like walk to the middle of the lake so we set up production in the middle of the lake thanks to um robert beaumont who's who's the producer and he actually grew up in, in the buffalo area so he kind of knew that lake erie would look like the arctic and so we shot out on the lake and yeah we didn't we didn't have like any 
um, real green screen effects for like the snow. So it was all everything's all live. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it was. We were all out there freezing, and it was it was great. <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it, looked, uh, it looked really yeah, good yeah, too. I mean, in, in a sense, it was it was good because I just remember the shoot. The shoot for me was was really difficult. I mean, being a Southern Californian, um, I found it. I found it really hard, but at the same time, I felt really, really fortunate to to be immersed in that environment because that was like one layer of Commander Bishop that was a reality for me. So I was literally like frozen every day, <laughs> and that really helped me uh, in- inhabit this this sad, you know, character. I mean, he's you know he's he's a guy that goes through a lot. And he carries yeah. a lot of a lot of yeah. pain and grief, and so that so that that helped me out a lot actually. So I was I was really happy about it. <laughs> But then mi- again, I wasn't happy about it. Too. I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That's awesome. Um, what? Uh, now you you on the on the email that we had gotten, it said that you had you you came up with the idea for the movie. Yeah. So you know, I wrote this like you know, as 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 Joe would say, like I I I scribbled something on like three quarters <laughs> of the page. You know, <laughs> it was like nice. Like wasn't like you know. I, you know, I had some like general thoughts and notions. I kind of roughly came up with the idea. Well, I mean, I came up with the idea of the meteor strike, the the, the population dwindling, and then sort of um, like the, the character and his group and like the mission they're on. But Joe took that sort of three quarter page of like you know uh, uh, you know unqualified treatment and turned it into like a legit screenplay. Um, so. So yeah, so I mean, I came up with some like base concepts, but all the credit goes to um, Joe Curtis. Man, he just he he just you know wrote this, in my opinion, a beautiful screenplay, and uh, that's awesome. Really, just took it home. Yeah, and now, uh, you guys are working on a sequel now, right? You know, we we wrote the treatment for the sequel. Joey and I we got together and we we wrote a really solid treatment out. Um, but I got sidetracked because um, I got picked up for a couple of films. And so I had to sort of stop doing that. Right. And and sort of like, you know, work as an actor. And uh, and and I'm hoping that once I'm through this um, cycle of films that I'll be able to, like, get back into it. Because I know that it was funny, like, after the weekend, like, a lot of people emailed me and they're like, they're like, uh, like, when's the sequel? So I was like, <laughs> you know, when, when, when I was writing it with Joe, I was always kind of like, kind of half-hearted about it because I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like sequels need to be earned. You know, like, you know how like every movie that's coming out nowadays, that's, you know, the big budget movies anyways. It's always it's, a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, they, they already, they already sort of like know they're going to make a sequel. But, right. it's like, but in my mind, I, I was kind of like, you know what, if, if people like aren't down with winter's dream, then, then why, like, you know, why go that direction? But if people like, if there's enough people that really express an interest and, and, and they're artistically like really um, inclined towards the movie, then then it's earned, you know, and and then it feels good to like move forward and do it. Otherwise you just feel kind of like, you feel kind of like an asshole. You're like, just yeah. assuming, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah you know, like a sequel seems forced to them. <laughs> well, that, that was the thing too, about the movie. I was, I was thinking, man, you know, they could totally do a sequel, but at the same time, it felt like, like Bishop's story was told. And it's like the next movie would be about Ash and them either that or about Bishop. I don't want to be too spoilery, but 
you know, like yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I was just, I was, I was, I was just all day today. I've been thinking, like, man, what, what would happen next? You know, like my imagination just wild. Oh man, let me tell you, what, what would happen next will blow your mind. Awesome. That's (laughs) awesome, man. No, that's cool. That's so exciting to hear. But yeah, I kind of got a feeling of uh, you you guys would like never. I mean, you'd be like. You'd be tripping, like if you if you read the treatment right now. I, I don't think it's the way it's kind of written right now. It's kind of crazy, but it's it's really like it's it's out there. <laughs> That's good though. I like out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got kind of like a Mad Max feeling at the end too. I don't think that Bishop's story's ended. He's just him and that group. Yeah. You know? um, Bishop, that would be Bishop. fucking badass <laughs> if like he's wandering the wastes now and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, his bishop story is far from over. Yeah, that's he's, good. He's got scores. That's to, good. He's got scores I like, to settle now. This is one thing I wanted to say. Um, as far as um, as far as the writing goes, every yeah. character who is in there, no matter how short of a time they were there, they felt like a fleshed out character. That yeah. was really that's cool. That's true. That was it. Was amazing as as far because I'm I'm a big stickler for like writing and storytelling and shit, and um and. I hate it whenever a character comes in and they just feel like they're here to serve this one purpose and that's it. Yeah, they're here to but, deliver like a line or to like point somebody in the right direction. Or, yeah. or spoon feed the audience. Like, exactly. Why? Yeah. No, but no, like that one guy, that one guy out in the, in the, uh, in the way in the dead zone, the guy who had all the weapons and stuff. Oh, Cage, yeah. Cage, yeah, Cage, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names. Uh, <laughs> fictional or not. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, it was it was amazing how I mean he was only on screen for like maybe fifteen minutes. Oh, but I loved him. But yeah, like he was an awesome character. He and, was and, great. And that's a he big was, credit for the acting too, and definitely yeah. the directing. I mean, it's it's such a it's just a fucking amazing movie. <laughs> and I hated kicks. Yeah. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I hated her. <laughs> You hated kicks, yeah. That yeah. that that's what Joe wanted. Yeah, you supposed to. I, I could tell, but I was like, well, yeah, oh you, yeah, they did it right. They you, did it well. You put mind comp in somebody's like hand, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you automatically hate them. Right, right. That Why was, do you think I hide my copy all the time? Oh God, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. I only look like a Nazi. Oh my God, stop, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Sorry, I just, sorry to make it awkward. Uh, so, uh, moving on, moving on. Classic Jason. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. I, I, Joe, Joe really allowed like all the 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 supporting actors to really bring what they wanted to bring. Like for instance, like um, Kelsey Watson, who plays El Hata, he was like, oh god, you know, he approached Joe and he's like, hey man, you know. Uh, I really feel like, you know, I want to deliver this, you know, certain monologue about the future and about how my character fits in. So, like, that whole monologue where, you know, where El Hata's, like, kind of, you know, he's dragging the body to to bury him Uh um, out in the dead zone. That was, like, Joe wrote specifically for for Kelsey. And so everybody's got their thing. Like, you know, I know uh, Timothy, Timothy, um, lead the priest the guy who plays ishmael who's also who's also in westworld by the way yeah i saw that oh, wow like he was like you know he was really particular about like the harmonica he was playing and i stuff really like liked that. the harmonica too so um yeah so it was, it was cool like joe really allowed a lot of latitude for the actors to inhabit inhabit the characters and, and hopefully make a meaningful connection uh, with the audience and once again man that joe guy let me tell you 
every day, every day, he was like, Paul, I'm so thankful to be here. <laughs> That's fucking it, awesome, man. It was man. crazy. It was, it, was, it was weird, man. I was like, you know, I was like, he, it was almost like quasi-religious. Like, he would like be walking up to me and being like, I'm so thankful and grateful. <laughs> he, he, would, he would use thankful and grateful, like, every single day of the shoot and uh and i don't know why he was thanking me he'd always be thanking me and i'm like dude i'm just i'm just here acting i'm bishop (laughs) he was like no man but you're you're commander bishop man you're you're my guy i'm like okay cool (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome man it was fun it was a lot of fun (laughs) we had we had we had we had a blast uh shooting this shooting this film it was it was really you could tell you could totally tell (laughs) And I'm sure, I mean, I, I, I know I've seen a, a little bit about it on, on the socials and stuff, what little I've been on social media today, but uh, I was telling a friend about it on uh, Friday. I was telling him, oh yeah, we got this guy, he's from this movie. And he had said, oh yeah, I just rented a DVD and the preview was on some DVD that he was watching. <laughs> oh, cool. And I cool. was like, serious? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> that was That was awesome. That's awesome. So he's definitely you got at least uh, what four people now that are gonna that are gonna buy the Blu-ray from around here. Hey man, that's 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 good, man. Four's four more than zero. I like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm telling I'm telling as many people as I can now. Yeah, check out this movie because it's awesome. That. Greatly appreciate that. And I, I, it's so crazy. Like, how the hell did you guys email us? Like, I don't get it. I'm just, I'm super self-deprecating. So I'm like, well, like <laughs> what, that's what the what, fuck? That's why I told Jason when we got the email. I was like, oh my God, they think we're an actual movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, we, I, you know, I was like talking to, um, like, uh, you obviously, you know, Rachel. And I was just like, you know what? I want, I want to try and connect with, like, as many people who are interested in this genre and it, and it doesn't like uh um you know and people who are like you know engaged in it active in it so i think what she did was she just found um he, she found you guys because she was obviously uh, impressed with your guys's um show that your 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 subject material the way you guys handle things and so um, <laughs> i'm so blushing yeah, so <laughs> went out and she was like hey and you know, she contacted you. That's that's the way Rachel works. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and she's she's been great to deal with too. You guys' whole team is just awesome. Yeah, man, I love it. She's good. She's she's really solid. She's she's real real nice, real nice woman. It's so cool. It's so cool to hear your appreciation for the people you work with, though. Too, you know, like. Hey, man! I cannot do anything without the folks that have you know supported me. These guys are all. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know how it is, man. If you find, if you find someone that believes in you, you, you got to hang on to them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Definitely, <laughs> you gotta, yeah. It takes a village. You got you to appreciate them. That's that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you said you got some upcoming projects, right? What are, can you say anything about those? Yeah, yeah, sure can. So um, I just wrapped the film in the um, just this this um a few months ago called hustle down and it's with uh tom sizemore and um you guys know tom sizemore from heat yeah Yeah, yeah, man so um so it's me and tom sizemore it's just kind of like um uh it's kind of like a basically an action slash kind of quasi comedy film that takes place south of the border and um ellis frazier um directed the film and and ellis frazier's done like a lot of like um 
um, action action genre films like um, in the past. So it was a uh, it was like it was an awesome experience. Um, it was really good working with like Tom Sizemore because like that dude knows everybody. Like he'd be like he'd be like okay Paul Paul listen and I'd be like what Tom he'd be like listen man so this is what Martin Scorsese would say for this scene. And I'd be like, really? He'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then he would come up with all these stories. He goes, Paul, listen, I'm going to give you a free, free acting advice. And I'm, I'm not going to charge you, but this is what Robert De Niro told me. And I'm telling you. And I'm like, I'm like cool, man. And I was like, I was like, totally. Uh, I don't know, man. It was like working with Tom Sizemore was just amazing. That dude is like, he's, he is such a natural actor. I mean, it was, it was cool. Like, um, you know, like, uh, what on some days like i i tend to do like a lot a lot of prep but i remember one day we were like driving in the car today uh, together and like tom's like he's like paul and i'm like what tom he's like he's like what are we doing today and i'm like scene 16 man he's like i i don't know the scene man i, I don't know the lines run, run it with me so like i literally have to like run the lines with this guy he, he doesn't know the lines man and then i run the lines lines with him like four or five times in the car on the way to set and then he goes to set and he just knocks the shit out of the scene. Oh like, God. like he's been like rehearsing this scene for like months, and like, <laughs> and like, and it was it was really cool, man, to work with like you know somebody like such a such a professional, and then also someone who's like just he's a natural man. He's like <laughs> amazing. <laughs> well, not knowing your lines, that doesn't sound very professional. No, but, but those no I'm just kidding. You're <laughs> talking about Brando oh, yeah. did that all the no, time. Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound professional at all. But like, hey, man, if it, like you know your Tom Sizemore, and you know that you could like literally learn a scene in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like basically, you know, all you got to do is show up, and I think I, I, so. That's the professionalism. Yeah. He shows up. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing with those natural actors, though. Like they they're they're just like amazing to watch, but they're also infuriating because it's just it's so effortless to them. And it's yeah, like, you're rehearsing for months and months and months, and then they just come out there and just wing it, and it's like, beautiful, perfect, oh, aces. No, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm the exact opposite, man. It takes me, like, months and months of, like, looking you go, at the lines, reading between the lines, sleeping with the screenplay, <laughs> oh and, like, just, like... You go walk like, it off set, you're like, fucking Tom Sizemore. I know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, my, my character... Turk, and I'm like, why would Turk do this? Like, why, why exactly is he doing this? What is the meaning behind this? And like, Tom's like, listen, Paul, this, this is what you know. This is what Ray Liotta told me. I'm like, all right, all right, Tom. Like, okay. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if he didn't I know any of these people. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I get it, I get it, Tom. You've worked with everybody in Hollywood. Thank you. That's hilarious. <laughs> So, so hey, cool. um, Paul, how long how long have you been acting? Um, well, I have been acting since my first movie, which was uh, this foreign film that was released in 2011 called um, Acre Decision. So 2010, I believe we started. So, yeah, since 2010. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's been a bit of a spell here. Uh, but now we're finally finally getting some traction here and uh, moving into um, some pretty cool pretty cool projects and working with some pretty cool people yeah that's really cool this has been exciting man like <laughs> like watching the movie and then hearing how excited you are about stuff that's cool i like i like seeing people who are into what they do and they're not just like man it's a job right you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his that's day job <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
uh, I save lives. <laughs> but oh man, uh, thanks for thanks for being on here. Do you, I don't want to keep you. Are you? Uh, you need I, him to get off. Yeah, I got. I got. I got to run. I got to go back to my. Uh, I got to go back to my day job, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, can you tell? Uh, can you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, definitely. So. Um, let's see. So I have an Instagram account and, um, if you go to, uh, at the real Paul Sidhu, that's Paul P-A-U-L Sidhu S-I-D-H-U. You can find me on Instagram where I just put up like, I'm not like, uh, you know, man, I, I'm not like, like what those, one of those like cool actors that like will put <laughs> up like, you know, they're, they're like a really nice hotel or they're like at, on the beach and they're, or like they have some like words of wisdom. I just put <laughs> stuff up. I, I literally just put stuff about my films, kind of like, <laughs> Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is kind of like what I'm doing. So maybe it may not be like super meaningful, but it, but it, at least it kind of gives you an idea of like where I'm at and what I'm doing in the, in the movie world. And then on Twitter, um, on Twitter, I'm at um, just real Paul Sadu and, and I retweet. I, I, re- I retweet a lot of like uh, NASA and like uh, National Geographic. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that's awesome, dude. That's... So it's not going to be like there's not gonna, it's it's not going to be like you know hot and charged. It's going to be like oh wow, so they found a new moon out of this <laughs> galaxy, or like dude, check out that deer who just like <laughs> looks great in the sunset. <laughs> Well, I just followed you on Instagram, so you got one more follower now. Cool, man. Thank you. And I followed you from on uh, Twitter, too. So there we go. We got it. It's working. Yay. Um, Dude, it's been great talking to you. Hopefully, we can have you on again. And I I think I realized what was going on with Skype. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next next time, we can talk about... um, Maybe we can talk about a hustle down next time. That'd be badass, man. Hell yeah. Definitely. Uh, That should be... That, that'll be out in spring and then there's there's another film actually i'm i'm actually leaving for in like three weeks but they, they i've got like uh apparently I, I have a um a gag clause i can't even talk about the title right now but i can oh, tell wow. you it's, it's a total it's a total action film which is going to be kind of cool it's gonna nice. be really awesome I'm excited to hear it or see it <laughs> yeah both i yeah. mean you'll do both i'll do really both. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well dude yeah thanks so much and i would i would love to have you on again and um okay. yeah pleasure it's been great. All right, dude. Uh, Paul Sidhu, everybody. Thanks, Paul. Thank Thanks. you. It was great meeting you. you guys, I love talking to you guys. You guys have a good night. Have a great weekend. All right. Thank you you too, too, man. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See ya. Well, all the goddamn technical difficulties, <laughs> but it turned out uh, pretty- Damn it, Jason. Are you recording? <gasps> Fuck! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would have sucked. He was the coolest ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'm gonna go get a drink really quick. Yeah, yeah. me too. I need to pee too. And I want to be his friend. And it's then now we'll just say we love you all. Um, if you like us, rate us on iTunes. Send us an email saying nice things. If you have mean <laughs> things to say, send them to Stacy. Yeah, I go ahead and do it. No. Yeah. Please. Um, you can I, follow us. All, I welcome it. You can follow us on the Twitters and the Facebooks and whatnot. And I don't know what else you want to say. Um, the I haven't done this in so long. Um, Twitter's and Facebooks and the Instagrams and oh god, who uses who of us manages the Instagram? I, oh, it's me. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so nobody. Yeah. I keep saying, let it be me. I will actually. Do I it. said do I it. I take the pictures every time we podcast. <laughs> I said do it, and you haven't done it yet. It's, it's 
<laughs> Talk to this guy, please. I, whenever I leave the room, I forget everything. Oh my Just god. tell me. Oh my it's god. Oh my god. I live with you. You have goldfish memory. <laughs> yeah. Goldfish memory. Nurples. So when are we interviewing Paul? God damn. Wait, what? <laughs> he's 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 doing goldfish memory. Memory. Yeah, big old fish tits. Big old fish titties. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, bye. Oh, because fish sticks. I made a joke. Fish <laughs> fish sticks and fish tits. Fish tits. Get the fuck out of here. It's a gay fish. talk about breakfast club yep he wants to talk about breakfast club does he want to talk about how he's like bender because he's not i'm bender you're not bender you can bite either. my <laughs> shiny metal ass well you're the nerd <coughs> i've never seen breakfast Club. the nerd guy yeah how i'm not smart <laughs> you gotta get good grades i don't get good grades <laughs> i haven't been in school in like 10 why years was, why was he in study hall if he got good grades he did something. He, he like he it was did, like detention, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, detention. He got in trouble for like, was he like helping kids selling dis, test test selling selling test drugs? I can't remember what the fuck he did. <laughs> these are all these are all untested. In, smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> he he sells the drugs and then sells like a pamphlet that says like fill this out after you take it. <laughs> Give it back. <laughs> They're test drugs. Back to uh, winter, winter's dream. <laughs> he just like cut all of that out. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.